Good morning, children. We have finally made it back after the deadly occurrence of coffee yesterday morning, 8 a.m., Amsterdam CET. We do not know the condition of the laptop yet. It is on life support. We will hope it shall recover soon. There has been a replacement of the good old-fashioned laptop, and the coffee has returned as well. The coffee is still our friend. <laughs> it had nothing to do with my own stupidity yesterday. Even though I am God's greatest gift to this sphere, I also am human, like you. You could become me if you have my genes, an awesome intellect, and entertainment skills. But you don't, so you watch, and we entertain, don't we, Rob? Hey, I try. You know, <laughs> that, that's how I look at it. It's... <laughs> And guys, I, guys ask me all the time, what do I do? What do I do? Stop fucking asking me. It's like, you know what? Figure it out, guys, because that's what life is about. Uh, seriously, if anything, I am the poster boy of what not to do. It's like, if I think it's a good idea, it's probably not. So, but here I am, 48 years old. I'm still alive. I'm still enjoying life. So I must be doing something okay. But I, I consider myself... Uh, a far more of an entertainer first than anything else. It's like, I, I like running my mouth. You know, there's other guys that, that do the heavy lifting in, you know, pun intended because you do the heavy lifting <laughs> and, and there's guys that know how to do all the serious writing and, and put the words down right. you know, in a way Ryan does it. Uh, Rolo does it. Obviously me, I just run my mouth, and uh, if you guys, if it gives you a break from your day, from whatever bullshit you got going on in your world, you're like, oh, there's Rob running his mouth again. God damn that guy. <laughs> you know, then it's like, ah, then I did my job, you know. And and, and so I, you know, I'm I'm the peanut gallery in front of the camera for whatever reason. And, the dancing and monkey. Kind of, kind of, except I kind of resent that because it's like I'm not your monkey, bitch. You know, I'm not going to just dance because you say dance. You know, I'm not your personal army De asshole. Depends on the uh, the amount of the super chat. There you go. There depends you go. We'll dance for a certain amount. You know, I can be bought. Bribery is accepted. Mm. You know, yeah, but, well, very but you know, I I'm easy, but I'm not cheap. That's that's what I tell the ladies. Too, <laughs> you know? They're like, oh, oh wow, you're easy. It's like, oh, hell yeah, I'm easy, but I'm not cheap. Oh, that's so, a good one. I yeah. like that. I like that. I saw a um, a nice description for online dating a while back. I don't remember whose it was. It's a guy who sits in front of a Lambo, completely ripped, and he has a, a three-step program to, to maximize your online dating. Be ripped, have money, and a camera. And I'm like, Dude, <laughs> there oh, you have like, it. Be ripped, oh. have money, and get a camera, guys. Get well, look, get, get that money, is get a that, and, and be ripped. That is about it. But it was pretty fun. But he had a he had a very good description. He's like upcoming musician, so become a groupie while you mm. can. I'm like, that's pretty neat. I'm stealing that one. <laughs> Not that it worked. Musician. Like the the last couple of matches I got were just like um, I I kind of had a playful opener. And immediately she says, oh, I'm just here out of boredom. I'm like, you are wasting my time, you vicious C word. You vicious, vicious quanta ha ha. 
I hear Aaron Clary, but I don't see him. Well, the thing is, he found the perfect replacement for oh, I, know, I know. He uses it on older brother all the time. Or Gunt. Oh, but she yeah, wasn't Gunt. that. She yeah. wasn't that. So Gunt is specifically for the for the overweight. Speaking of which, did you see that? Adele lost weight. A lot of weight. Adele oh, actually what? looks, she actually looks like a Dutch hockey girl. Dude, if you I, ever I wonder, if you ever wonder how Dutch Dutch hockey girls look like, look at Adele right now. That's that I'd bang her. The internet or the internet, quote unquote, lost its mind. Ah, fuck them. You oh, know, I agree. Woman with you lost on that. her weight. Good for her. You know, the dudes <laughs> are really going to be throwing you. themselves at her now. I agree with so. you on that. Mm -hmm. It's more of the observation thing that's going on right there. The main mm -hmm. plate keeps asking me this. It's funny because she's transitioning to the, oh, wait, I really am smarter than the average person. She says, um, what, a, a while back, she found an article that a woman wrote, of course, about losing, how much was it? 20 pounds, maybe, maybe 30. And her best friend, who used to be fat like her, didn't like her for losing the weight. And she couldn't comprehend it. She was like, why is this so-called friend of her not enjoying the fact that she's losing weight, becoming healthier, and blah, blah, blah? And I looked at her, I'm like, because she was never her friend in the first place. She was a parasite. She looked at me like, what do you mean? These people feed off the fact that they are not alone in their own misery. So as soon as you crawl out of that misery, they will either drag you back in, or will resent you from getting out. And she just couldn't comprehend it. I'm like, honey, just watch. Just keep working on yourself. Work out. Use my squat rack. Because that is mandatory. And you'll see the reaction of the girls all over. And yes, she is starting to see it with her girlfriends. Females aren't friends. Just no. pointing it out. They never are. <laughs> they hate each other. <laughs> Pretty, much. Pretty much. Even even my tradcon friend notices that. He's like, hey, Jack, you ever notice when women give each other compliments, it always sounds insincere? I'm like, yeah, I know, right? Because like, it is insincere. It is insincere. <laughs> like, oh, I love to dress you around, you backstabbing little bitch. Oh, oh, you cut your hair? That looks so cute. You're out of the fucking competition now. <laughs> yeah, you notice that that when um girl decides to go out and chop her hair, get the Karen haircut, all her friends fucking fawn all over her. Oh my god, that's so cute. And it's no, like, no. and I and I've heard it. I'm like, oh man, you traitorous bitches, mm. selling your own out. Oh well, fuck it, move on. That's what they tend to do. Like guys. We're going to be like, dude, what do you do with your hair? Like when I came to the Manosphere without the uh, without the avatar, first thing I heard was, dude, what's wrong with your hair? <laughs> Carl dragged me through the carpet for it. John did it. <laughs> like, all of you bastards. And that's how I knew we were friends. There you have it. Well, guys will talk shit to each other in front of each other. And then when the, you know, when the guy leaves, they turn to the other guys. They're like, ah, oh, he's a good guy. Women mm. talk nice to each other to their face, and then behind their backs, they're like, "What a bitch!" Hey, let me look that up real quick. We can do an article. Uh, we can do an article review right now about Adele okay. losing the weight, just for a 
Um, oh, seriously, I Google Adele first thing. Adele lost weight. Um, okay, CNN has one. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Adele lost weight. Are we allowed to praise that? So yes. the reason why I'd like to get into the, into the article is look at the psychology behind it. Because okay. this is just insane. This is just... The question in and of itself, are we allowed to pray? Oh, oh, Rob, I'm going to show you a picture of the girl who wrote this. Oh, boy. I, I already can imagine. While yeah, you're pulling did. it up, I'm going to go grab another beer. So, Who? Oh. What? Oh, no, go, 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 go. Okay. Be right back. God damn it, CNN. CNN is a horrible website. There. I do not want, want to watch that video. Okay, guys in the chat, F, if you think that the woman who wrote this is fat, F's in the chat, please. I don't even know where that came from, but it just sounds cool. Floor gang! Oh! <laughs> I just want to see how well your knowledge of this is. I told the guys to press an F in the chat if they think that the girl who wrote this is fat herself. And I see the Fs coming. Oh, she is. I, I already know. It's normal. Yep. It's such a beautiful cat. Yeah, he, he likes to be part of the show, too. Yeah, so. Well, he's allowed. Like, How do you do that with maintenance with a cat like that? Like, Do you have the roller for the fur or plastic on your furniture or just... <laughs> No, I, I mean, this one, his he sheds, but really his biggest thing is he gets hairballs oh. because he licks it off faster than it'll get all over everything. Mm -hmm. My other one, the, the tuxedo cat, that's the one that actually fucking sheds all over everything. Really? And, and that's the one, thank God, that one likes to be brushed. This one doesn't like to be brushed. I'll brush him and I'll get three, four strokes. And then he's like, fuck off with all of that. Nice. Uh, can you see it? Yeah, I can see the article and I can see the, I can see the fat face. Lisa Rispers. Oh, there we have it. Yeah. Look at that guys. <sighs> now, what do I want to say with this? Because people will jump on the bandwagon and say, oh, you're just discriminating because she's fat. No, 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 no. As a certified personal trainer, I am an authority on this. But it doesn't take rocket science to know that people who are overweight tend to be less healthy. Mm. Now, why am I pointing out that the woman who wrote this is fat herself? What did you and I just talked about? It's, it's the women that aren't your friends type of thing. Bingo. This is what is called intra-sexual competition. Of course. Adele's a threat now. She, I mean, granted, she was a threat before because this woman isn't anybody, really. I mean, she's a fucking journalist, quote-unquote, whatever that means. For the Clinton News Network. Right, where, you know, Adele is actually a singer. You know, whether you like her music or not, she's, she's a fucking singer. And mm -hmm. so she, I guarantee you, Adele makes more money than this girl does. And oh, so yeah. right there, you know, it's like, yeah, she's already blowing you out of the water, even when she was big, but now she's a double threat, maybe even a triple threat, because yeah. looking at that, that video still, that, that's Adele guy. Yeah, dude, I, I would so bang that. You mm. bet your ass. 
Yeah, Except that's how the average Dutch girl looks like. <laughs> Hell yeah. Good for Adele. Good for her. Yeah. But you're right. Triple the threat. Thanks for the TH word, by the way. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Give you something to work on there. <laughs> she's richer. Yep. She's hotter. Yep. And she has more talent. Yes. I mean, that's a triple threat right there. Mm -hmm. But okay. I'll bet you she's younger too. Uh Adele's pretty young. That's what I, I'm saying. I'll bet you Adele's probably younger than the 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 journalist, whatever she is that's writing this article. I think Adele's 26, maybe uh, guys look that up. Atham, look that up. Mm. Yeah, somebody in the chat pull it up real quick. Yeah. Find out how old she is. But the main reason why they say this is because fat girls internally know what is truly attractive. Mm -hmm. They re they internally know that the, um, what's it called again? The sand, uh, what's the word, Rob? Mm. The, uh, the thing, the sand thing. Oh, the, the hourglass? Thank you. So it's called Sandloper in Dutch. Oh shit, she's 32? No. God damn. She doesn't look 32. No. <laughs> nice. Good for her. Huh. Oh, I have to. There. Where's StreamYard? There's StreamYard. 32, really? Wow. That's what Marty's saying. Wow, she looks good for a 32-year-old. Hell yeah, she does. This is like, she's like, oh, there's the wall. <laughs> do, 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 do. <laughs> Gotta walk by. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna slow that descent. Yeah. But the main reason is because fat women really do realize that we like the hourglass shape. Oh, yeah, they know. They know. They, they know. But they're lazy. Mm -hmm. And how do I dare to say that? How do I dare say that fat girls how are lazy? How dare you? We work. We earn our money. Yes, honey, absolutely. You're right. And you know what? I tend to notice that you actually do care about your appearance because of the makeup. Mm -hmm. Yet, to be truly attractive... You need to be thin and in shape. And you're not, which tells me you're lazy. You like over excessive eating and not working out, therefore being lazy, sitting still, more than you like finding a good, suitable partner or whatever. Because mm -hmm. even with women, like intra, mm -hmm. generally with the lesbians, which I, I have my opinions about, even there, it's like, honey, if you're thin, you're more attractive. Mm -hmm. And this is where the whole fat shaming thing comes from. Mm -hmm. It's intrasexual competition. We need women to think they're fat so the hot ones get more opportunities. And so that the fat ones don't actually end up alone. <clears throat> Which, ironically, they tend to do because even though they have a partner, they probably eat him and only have him around for comfort. How many couples have you seen that are together but apart? Oh, that's a lot of couples. Oh. A lot of couples. And the ones that are together using, you know, your phrase there, they're they're more alike than they're not in the sense that like they're either fit, attractive people, like attracts like type of thing. They got the mm -hmm. commonalities, the similar lifestyles. Uh, or they are both a couple of fat motherfuckers and, and they seem to be somewhat okay with each other up to a point. 
And the only exceptions I ever really see is every now and then, and and I and I'll ask, I'll I'll fucking ask the guy. Is usually I, I never see. Well, I take that back. I don't see it often. I don't see a lot of like fat guys with thin girls. Mm-hmm. Not saying it doesn't happen, but it's pretty rare that when I do see it, I'm like, whoa, what the hell? But I have seen a lot of thin guys with fat girls. Mm-hmm. And I have my own theories on that. One of them being the dude's a chubby chaser. You know, he, he has that fetish that he, he likes them big. And, and in some cases that is the case. And so he's fine with her being fat and she's happy because she can be a lazy piece of shit. And she's got a guy that's actually in half decent shape, you know, not saying he's, you know, a bodybuilder or has like your abs or anything like that, Jack. But he's not, he's not out of shape. You know, he's Mm -hmm. not a fat piece of shit himself. Uh, Most of the time though, it's, it's more like, well, it's better to be together than it is to be alone. Mm. And like you say, you know, it's, they're together, but they're apart. Which mm, perfectly slides into the topic you and I discussed before getting on. Rule zero yesterday. Mm. There was a small segment where Rolo pointed out that the black pill and the revenge porn and things like that are now very popular with guys at the moment. Yes. That this is why Better Bachelor became so big. I know for a fact, and you do too, that Clary is a huge fan of Better Bachelor. What I noticed at that segment was a missed opportunity to get deeper into it. Because mm-hmm. I disagree with Rolo on that. Really? I okay. I, I, I can't. No, that's okay. I'm glad you have a, a descending point of view because I would like to hear it because my own take, and, and I've got a blog post coming up here in a few days that Rolo, it's like he read my mind. To me, <laughs> I, I was like spot on. Soon you'll I be the new there. Rolo. I have a post about that. Kind of, yeah. Because I, I'm, I'm so, I mean... You turned me on to the Better Bachelor, mm. and 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 uh, here's the takeaways that I got from the Better Bachelor. Mm. Uh, number one, he's got a great voice. Okay, he even you know his little catchy intro phrase, his byline, you know, uh, a face for radio and a voice for print, or however he calls it. Mm-hmm. Part of it is probably genetic. Part of it is training. The the dude has had probably some vocal training. Just the way he talks, the way he enunciates, uh, I, I've seen that before. And so he's had something. And I know part of it, too, is I've delved more into the audio end of YouTube and video production. He's got some stuff going on, not only with his microphone itself, but he's got like compression and EQ stuff going on. Okay. Really? Oh, he does. He does. And and it's it's I, I never noticed it until I started playing with it myself mm-hmm. and and I can hear it now that it's like, ah, he's got, you know, he's got like an EQ, he's got a preamp, he's got some things going on and there's nothing wrong with that, but it, it also enhances his voice. Okay. Mm-hmm. So he's got a great voice. Um, the other takeaway that I got from him was he, and, and he, and he's smart for doing it mm-hmm. is he'll tackle whatever's controversial. 
whatever the red meat is, whatever the outrage is, he'll tackle it, but he skirts using the provocative, controversial words. It's not feminism. It's the the the, the women's religion. Mm-hmm. It's not coronavirus. It's the bug. The bug. Yeah. And so I realized he kind of whitewashes it a little bit, but that's smart. Yes. You know, I, I, I hate to do that because I'm the guy that I want to call a spade a spade. I want to mm-hmm. call an asshole an asshole. Mm-hmm. That's what free speech is to me, but free speech isn't that anymore. And so you have to make a decision as a, as a messenger, whatever that is for you. Do you want your message heard or do you want to be able to say whatever you want? Because Mm -hmm. unfortunately we live in a world where you can't have both. And so which way do you go? Do you say whatever you want and realize your time is limited? You're going to get deplatformed. You're going to get kicked off. You're going to get uh, the, the, the banks and whatnot, the, uh, the credit card providers are not going to want to deal with you. Cause I see that happened to guys, all these guys in the chat, they know guys that that are going through this or have gone through it. And I feel for those guys, but at the same time, I'm also looking at it going, well, you were being provocative. It's like you poked the bear. What did you expect? <clears throat> I'm not saying it's right. I'm not saying I agree with it because I disagree with it a hundred percent, but you saw this coming. Hmm. And yet better bachelor is saying the same thing just in a little different way where he's kind of whitewashing it a little bit, but he's not getting deplatformed. He's not getting his bread taken away. Nope. And so you have to decide what's more important to you. Do you want to be provocative or do you want to get your message out? Bingo. And, and that's what, that's why I saw a missed opportunity because I know Cappy is a fan. And he could have jumped on that, but he didn't. I don't know why. Maybe he wanted to stick on the topic. But I tend to do the same with my video request, which you can get for five bucks a month on patreon.com forward slash Jack Napier 368. Link is in the chat. But hey, did I, you I, know that Jack Napier does ASMR while you're at it? Because he just gave I, you a preview. I, I tend to do that sometimes. Very soothing. <laughs> this way I can pronounce TH in a proper way. 33. Still not working. <laughs> well, now you're leaving me feeling like I'm left out, so I'm going to have to do this too. Yes, we have to be very quiet for YouTube authorities. We cannot talk about certain things anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but I digress. The thing is, <clears throat> I would have loved Cappy to jump on that and say, um, hold on, Rolo. It's not necessarily that it's oh so popular or that it's oh so, um, well, Again, not oh so popular. Better Bachelor just saw the system and he made use of it because he doesn't talk about many different things than Rolo or Ryan or you and me do. The thing is, he just knows how to get the message forward with using the rules of YouTube. Yeah. So we can say like, oh, these black pillars are way too popular, blah, blah, blah. No, look at how they present it. And I'll get into why it's so popular or why it sticks. That's the one I wanted to use. I'll get into why it sticks in a moment because I had an experience yesterday that you won't believe. But even with the the video requests, I tend to not curse, not to use certain words, uh, change it up a little bit. So first, monetization, which sucks, by the way. 
the monetization seriously isn't that great anymore. It's like no. you you earn fifteen cents a video, maybe if you it's it's it's. Oh, they're paying insane. that much before the adpocalypse. It was seriously like pennies. Yeah, it, it, it was even less. So it's like yeah, but yeah, you're unless you've got a ton of content, you're you're not gonna you're not gonna make money and live off of that by itself. Not anymore, unless no. you have like a million subscribers. Or right. I'll, I'll ask Ryan be because he's in the ten thousand area right now. But okay, um, where did I want to go? Also, what he does is he uses the algorithm perfectly in his titles, because if you're monetized, your videos will show up faster as suggestions. Mm -hmm. Now, what I would have liked to see is well that maybe cappy would have pointed out like hey if we started doing that more our message would have come out way more mm -hmm. because we can point and smother at the whole how it is or we can adapt to it yes we right. have to swallow a bit of work but that's what the live streams are for right like here in red evening we tend to curse and things like that and it's it's kind of you could say stoic or it's it's a strategy. Guess which book I'm reading lately. But we can sit here and wish it was different, or we can sit here and think of how to let it work for us. Right. And when it comes to the solo videos, I tend to do that more because that's what Better Bachelor did as well. Mm -hmm. And why is this popular? Okay, let me get into that. Why is this popular? The Black Pillars aren't wrong per se. The uh, revenge porn guys aren't wrong per se either. The majority of divorce rapes is still woman getting away with everything, man getting away with nothing. Hmm? Now, is it bad to cheer when we finally see a story where a man comes out on top? I don't think it is. Maybe it's a bit justified. Maybe. And do guys tend to like that? Well, a lot of guys have been through it. So when they see a story like that, they kind of feel that that replaced um, victory feeling, that replaced joy. As in, um, instead of you being uh, being the one who came out on top, somebody else did, and you feel, you feel happy for them. Like, hey, right. I yes. didn't get my justice. And I know how that feels. Someone like. else did. Yeah, you, you're getting satisfaction through it, basically. Bingo. Now, why is this popular with young men? People can say whatever they want to me. But in my experience, it isn't that great out there. Now, it could be my area north of the Netherlands isn't that great. Adam Pigott told me that uh, Maastricht is way nicer. So maybe I'll go there for a day in the summer. Maybe I'll do day game. <laughs> Troy Fans is really good in that, by the way. He uh, he gave me the uh, – he didn't really gave it to me, but I had insight into his infield uh, program thing, and he uses a great opener. He just walks up to her, and he's like, excuse me, this may sound a bit random, but it just instantly fell in love with you. <laughs> the sheer reaction of these girls is like, whoa, hello. <laughs> <laughs> it's so fun. But – when it comes to, uh, well, in colleges, things like that, I don't know if you saw Biden now trying to revoke the Betsy DeVos and Trump thing about Title IX. No. Okay, so Trump and DeVos made allegations harder 
on men, uh, for women to do on men. So uh, men are getting a fair trial now, things like that. And Biden came out and said, well, it's offensive to women and I'm going to turn that back. I'm like, so he's pandering to women. Okay. The whammon, pandering to whammon. (laughs) And um, so if you see that and you've been a guy who's been through that, dating doesn't become that attractive anymore now, does it? No. Like, we can tell guys like, oh, it's not that bad. It's not that bad. To be very honest, from my experience, it kind of is that bad. I've had 19-year-olds, 19-year-olds, telling me about their experience in a threesome with a guy who's 32, whose wife was in the chair playing with herself. The girl was 19. I, uh, young... Uh, 19-year-old knowing how to deep throat. I mean, the experience is nice, but it does make you let it does let you think, like, oh, is this the situation right now? And it's not the same 19-year-old. I mean, the average girl these days has a notch count of what was it? 25 or something like that, when she gets out of college or after the first year of college. I mean, eh. and we're guys. We tend to hold value in a low notch count when it comes to women because of paternity and things like that. I won't go into it that much. But it's not necessarily that black pill is popular. It's more the feeling that you don't want to settle for that that's popular. And that's where Better Bachelor comes in. He's like, hey, kids, you're not the only one. Because he has been to the beaches of Omaha. I mean, he's divorced twice, I believe. I think sure. you're right. I think I you're think, right. I, I, I know, know for certain once. it's one. Yeah. At least once. And Chesty breaks it up. We still have a revulsion reflection. Yeah, we do. Yeah. So there's a very good reason that all of that um, that theory is popular. And not because we can't get laid. No, 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 no. No, no. It's also popular with the guys who can get laid. And are realizing that, you know what, settling down will never happen anymore. It just won't happen anymore. Because if we do settle down, we have to settle down with a quote-unquote sun hat goddess who's been ran through at least 30 times. I know, girl, seriously. My experience last night. So I had an interaction with a former plate of mine. And uh, we were kind of getting it on, blah, blah, blah. And um, she agreed with a threesome with the main plate. I was like, well, sure, blah, blah, blah. And she was telling me, oh, how long it's been because of quarantine. I'm like, well, I can fix that. And then she told me, well, the threesome hasn't got my priority right now. I'm like, and I told her flat out, you having all the options is the reason you will never have an option. She's like, what do you mean? Like, do you remember when you told me that there are guys begging for your attention when I refuse to give it to you? She's like, yeah. Like, this is why you will never settle. As soon as you have a problem with a guy, you have enough others to replace him. This is why you can't settle down. 
and put forward the effort with one. Otherwise, you would have already done it. She's like, well, hmm, can't you um, hold on? Let me grab it real quick because we kind of diverged into something, which I won't go in too much. So I said that, like, okay, that's because of all the options. Now, what did she respond to that again? Uh, uh, uh. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She says, however, I do think it's a good theory. I don't recognize this in myself. Honey, of course you won't. To which I respond, well, very few do. Just wait a couple of years. She says, well, maybe, who knows? I'm like, yeah, I know I'm right. Um, well, this is why it's hard for me to open myself up to you. Because you're always like that. You always point out those things. Uh, and you telling me I will never settle down for one, it's, well, pretty much a very heavy thing to say. To which I respond, honey, when a girl of 21 tells me she's had over 35 partners and has a video on Pornhub, I'm not surprised she has problems with finding one guy. And I'm not that shy of pointing that fact out. She lost her shit. She was offended. She was hurt. I was a narcissistic asshole. You name it. And of course, I am the narcissist. Do you know why, Rob? Why am I the narcissist in this story? Because you're pointing out the unpleasant truth that she doesn't want to see. Because I'm right. Yeah. I that have too. to be a narcissist. I have to be a narcissist. Otherwise, I'm right. And if I'm right, she's wrong. And she can't be wrong because if she's wrong, she's pretty much fucked. Mm -hmm. Now, a lot of guys will say, oh, you're being beta. You could have been Guys, I've already banged this one. So nothing of value was lost. Look at the interaction going on here. I point out very very obviously, kid, you're 21 years old. You have a notch count of 35 and you're on Pornhub. No guy will settle with you and you are incapable of settling with one because of the infinite amount of attention you're getting. Mm -hmm. She's not the only one. Oh, no. And this is why the black pill theory is so popular right now. Not because guys can't get laid. No, 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 no. We can. Easily. If you just work out. You don't have to be as handsome as I am. Ask Clary. Ask Rob. You don't have to be. TJ even. With his leaves. Gets laid. Even him. <laughs> <laughs> the fact is that the girls we get laid with, we know what's going on. There's mm -hmm. a reason the word simp is popular. Simp is popular because we know these girls are loose. And with loose girls, you don't want to sell. That's why simping is so repulsive. Because we know how easy these girls are. Why the hell would you pay for that? Watson asked me yesterday. 
He's like, "What price would you did? Uh, what price would you give Poontang?" And look at that oh, price given to Poon. <laughs> a loser. Uh, giving a price to Poon when it's so easily to get. He's like, "No, no, no. You're you're understanding me wrong." He's like, "If you had one, if I had one, ten k at least." I've seen what's out there. I've seen the simping. Like, guys are willing to pay one buttload of money to get with a girl because they don't know what's going on. Right. But the guys who tend to know what's going on realize that it's a lost battle. It really is. And I missed that in Rule Zero yesterday where Cappy pointed out, like, hey, uh, it's not because Better Bachelor is, like, Putting salt in the wound of these kids who never got laid? No. It's it's because he's shining a light on the guys who do have experience but don't know how to put it into words. Now, why I say that is because Cappy does the same thing. Just in a different manner. <laughs> oh, and I see you assholes. Biff, where my tooth? I see you... <laughs> I hurt my tooth. (laughs) How dare you? How dare you mock me? (laughs) I will bring down the hammer. (laughs) We are all doomed to one. Oh, you guys. I love you guys. It's you. You brought up something that, uh, that I think is also, and and chest kind of said it. Uh, in a nice little sentence there when he said, we are doomed to wander the earth. Before or after he made fun of me? Uh, this was in between because he made funny and then he made, you know, said his profundity and then he made funny of some more. Big so, words for an add-on. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> but anyway, it, it's funny because he kind of summarized it that there's, from my experience, from talking to guys, from seeing the black pillars and all of this stuff, not only do I think you have a point. I'm gonna I'm gonna say, yeah, I think you got a point there with what you just said. Okay. I think guys to a degree, existential fear, especially younger guys, guys that are in their 20s, guys that are in their early 30s, is not only that the women aren't worth shit because they've been run through by a train and they're on Pornhub and all that. And, and no guy wants to settle for that. No guy wants to have that. So they think they're going to be doomed to walk the earth as chest put it. Mm-hmm. And, 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 you know, he's got a point. However, something I've learned as an older guy, because when I was younger, when I was around your age, Jack, mm-hmm. I used to kind of feel that same kind of, existential despair that dread that oh god there's 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 no there's no good women okay and there there is no good women there's just women okay mm-hmm. we've we've all we all know about that and it's not about settling but th- and this is where that 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 myth of the lonely old man comes up mm-hmm we get told that, that, you know, oh, because you're a red pillar or because you have standards or whatever, you're going to die alone. And, and you know what, bitch, we're going to die alone anyway, because when the moment of death comes, you're, you are going to be alone. Hold on. My famous quote. Women die alone. Die alone, alone and men die, men. Ha- die at peace. 
Yes. I still want that trademark, though. There you go. But you, you're right, okay, because one of the things I, as I've gotten older and I've paid more attention to is guys my age or around my age or even guys that are older than me. I look at my dad, okay? My dad is 70 years old. He just turned 70 about a month ago, mm -hmm. okay? Well, my mom died. That's mm -hmm. what happened, okay? Well, my dad's dating again and they, they've got their own set of issues and their own problems. When I saw him last weekend, they're having an off moment versus an on moment. And I'm looking at it going, this doesn't sound that great. This relationship, you're, you're trying to recreate the relationship you had with mom, which really wasn't all that great either. And it's that fear of being alone, but yet, you don't see her maybe but once a week. Otherwise, yeah, you might call her and say hi to her and bullshit with her for a minute. But she does her thing. You do your thing. You don't live together. She's not moving in with you anytime soon. You're definitely not selling the house and moving in with her. You, you spent too much of your life fighting for the house you have. So you're not giving that up anytime soon. Mm -hmm. And my dad likes to do his things. He likes to work on and restore cars. He likes to do that kind of shit. That's what he does. Guys, we're not doomed necessarily to walk the earth. Mm -hmm. It's as I've gotten older and I see guys get divorce raped or they, even if the marriage ended amicably, that it's like, eh, it just didn't work. And, and she was half decent about it. They, you know, they, they divvied up the, the, the treasure or whatever, but he didn't get put through the meat grinder. Mm -hmm. Most people I've encountered are actually happier being apart that they're like, ah, you know what life, hell, I got a second lease on life. I can do what I want. Mm -hmm. And why would I want to go back to settling or that comfort when in fact I wasn't really all that happy? I thought I was at the time. Because that's all I knew, and it's what I became accustomed to. Mm. And you get used to your own prison after a while. And then when she either you know pulls the, the pin and grenades it, or you decide, fuck it, I'm done. I don't want to do this anymore. You get out of it, and you're like, eh, you know, you cry, you get upset for a minute, you're you're bummed because that comfort and familiarity that you've known for however long it was is now gone. And so you got to kind of figure out, okay, what do I do next? What do I do now? But you figure it out. You figure out, yeah, you got to do your own laundry. You got to cook your own meals. You got to wash your own balls, whatever it may be. Or in Chest's case, ball. But you, you figure it out. And then you realize, you know, I'm okay with sleeping alone. I'm okay with having my own place. I'm okay... Rather, I meet the one again. Well, because there is obviously no such thing as the one. Well, and I agree with you on that. And I do think Better Bachelor points that out because he says, like, hey, we know the myth of the lonely old man thing. And it's not true. It's okay to end up alone because there's so much else you can do. And I missed that yesterday. I, I missed Cappy jumping on that bandwagon, like, hey, Hold on. But maybe he had his reasons. I mean, he's a tiny man, and, well, he had to fend off John and Rich and all the other taller men. 
<laughs> Real quick, by the way, we are hitting on the 45 minute mark. Time for sponsors. Real quick. Rob, if you need to take a pee, go ahead. Okay, it's time. Grab a beer, whatever you want to do. Oh. After that, I'm going for a pee break. Sponsors, real quick. <clears throat> this audio broadcast is brought to you by the Gendernomics audiobook and the Building Value audiobook, both available in a grand bundle, which is now on COVID discount on Gumroad, written by Black Label Logic and narrated by Jack Napier. Me, your host of the Red Evening Show. Also, you can support this show by going to patreon.com forward slash Jack Napier 368. I remind you that is 368. You will get access to the Coffee Cast, a weekly exclusive cast only for patrons. You will get video requests done for you when you send in a question via patron. This is for the $5 tier. The $10 tier will give you access to exclusive content like the First Gendernomics audiobook for free, recordings of the Book of Pook, you will get Red Pill Reads episodes, and you will get access to all of the above. Thank you very much for supporting this channel. Also, buy Rob a beer for a couple of bucks a month on patreon.com forward slash Rob says underscore underscore now back to our main program oh you just came in in time now i'm going dude i timed it can i time it or what nice now i'm going in for a pee break people say hi to vince from masculine geek dun, dun, dun. What the <laughs> and then he, then he then he leaves the studio he's what funny the, what the fuck was i just listening to I don't know. Some form Jesus of ASMR. Jack's trying out new things, apparently. Gotcha. Hey, uh, question for uh, Conk. Because right before I went to use the bathroom <coughs> while Jack was doing housekeeping, what about red pill sterility? One of Clary's guys was talking about it. What What? What are you talking about, Conk? I've Sterling. never heard about this. What is this? What? What is this? Because this sounds like a whole new term that it's like, oh, do we do we have another definition like black pill, red pill, blue pill, purple pill? It, it, do we now have some other thing that we need to throw into the lexicon and into the dictionary? Because I, I don't know if I want to do it. It's, it's just like, ah, no, I, I'm good. Great one. Oh, great one. Okay. The great one had a podcast on red pill sterility. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, I know who the great one is. I've listened to some of his stuff. Um, he, he tends to like to bitch about things and I'm okay with that, but I, I've got shit to do. Uh, you know, I, I got videos to edit. I got audio to play with. I, I, you gotta, you gotta touch yourself in an, an impure manner. That's right. I, I gotta go talk to girls and, and let them touch me in an impure manner too. So I, I got shit to do. Uh, so I, I don't pay too much attention. Who's this asshole? <laughs> <laughs> hey, Jack. Hey, where, where's the kid? 
But I don't know. He he never showed up. In oh, the I'll chat. be there, guys. I'll be there. And then what does he do? He flakes the motherfucker. He probably is. He probably. Well, remember we were talking about in the in the Patreon before. Oh that. yeah, he, he, he went. To I'll bet store. you had him on it. He went to the liquor store. He got he something tanked. that he tanked. He's probably passed out naked on his bearskin in front of his fireplace. Uh, you know what? I would say that's probably a hundred percent accurate. He got you know? tanked. Because he had a good hour, hour and a half before. No, 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 no. Our sexual market value is not high enough for TJ anymore. <laughs> That's true. He's, he's, he's graduated well past us. Yes, I know. He's like he is like our Rolo, and we are his Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> but I've been doing great, Vince. How are you? Good, good, very well, actually. Um, I'm looking forward to tomorrow's weather. Today was about 47 and windy. I couldn't go out on the bike, but I'll be out on the motorcycle tomorrow. Nice. Yeah. Sounds good. You riding again, Rob? I got to get my bike out tomorrow, as a matter of fact, and clean it off. So I will be, you know, depending on what, if I need to do any maintenance to it or anything, I'll be doing that mm -hmm. and hopefully be up this week. Cool. And thank you for the invite. I appreciate it. Uh, no problem. Vince. It, was a, it was a pleasure to join in. Well, likewise. Likewise. What do you uh, think of what Rob and I discussed earlier? Yeah. Well, you discussed a lot. What in particular are you referring to? The um, not necessarily black pillars are popular, but more the guys who have the experience and finding out like, hey, uh, these girls are nice for a quick lay every now and then. Mm. But other than that, uh, I wouldn't give them the time of day. Uh, what's your question specifically? Like well, just in general, what do I think of that? No, in general, where Rob and I discussed like the last 10 minutes. Hmm. I got to remember I've been drinking. Oh, God. Okay, well. I... <laughs> old man walking, people. That, old man walking. Well, not, well, I'm not walking. I'm sitting, but old man sitting. Um, old man drinking. Yeah, old man old man drinking, yeah. Uh, as far as the black pillars are concerned, what, what are they? They're the guys that have gone like they, they just think everything is shit. And no, 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 no. Rob and I discussed that uh, dating girls and everything like that isn't that hard no. anymore. It isn't that hard. We are tending to find out that these girls are just not worth the time <clears throat> anymore because we're finding out a they've been ran through with a like above twenty notch count at the young age of twenty one. Mm. I've had experience with 19 years old who have well, been in. Hmm? I'll tell you right now. I mean, and, and this is hard to believe because we, you're like, oh, that didn't happen back then. But yeah, but it did. When I was in sixth grade, seventh grade, girls were fucking, guys were oh, fucking. Yeah. So this is this all that we're seeing now. Just it's just because it's we have out the, in the open. We have this, and it's yeah, it's out in the open. This is nothing new. Mm -hmm. Even back in the you know the 40s, 50s, even before. People were fucking, and they were doing it behind the scenes. If they had that whole marriage contract, they were trying to be silent and still fuck. If this is this is really nothing new, but as Rob says, it's out in the open now. Mm -hmm. the, the 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 magical trick has been has has been you know it's oh we we see the tr we we see the card up your sleeve, motherfuckers. Yeah, we see that the emperor has no clothes. And Bingo! Exactly, exactly. But so it's it's nothing not nothing has changed. No, 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 nothing, nothing has changed at all. So that's why when people complain about this, like, yeah, whatever you have, it's like with anything, you have to you have to deal with it and and shape your life according to what you want. If, if, if don't want to date this woman, don't date her. You want to marry her, you don't marry. Yeah, you, oh, you come to this all with with inform with with good information. 
Mm-hmm. And that's that's what we're all trying to do. Provide men with good information so they can make informed decisions. Right. Well, <clears throat> one of the one of the best things that I remember hearing and, and believe it or not it was on Twitter, you know, which is usually spurgs and retards. <laughs> but uh, there there was there was this I, I don't remember retards. exactly. I, and again, it was one of those that was in the replies. I don't remember who tweeted what that got it started, but there was a bunch of guys and they were all moaning and commiserating about not being able to find a girl. And they, they all that, you know, they all kind of were, Oh, I just want to get married and you know, and all this shit just boohooing about women and, and then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, this dude pops in. And just the way he wrote it, I was like, oh, this, <clears throat> this isn't some troll. This, this guy's for real. Because he's like, all you guys commiserating about women and wanting a wife, fuck, you can have mine. And I'm like, <laughs> there it is. You know, yeah. that it's like, you know, he's like, ah, oh, boo-hoo, try me a fucking river. You want a wife so bad, you can have mine. Take her. You know, that, uh, and that's what made me kind of think, okay, one, this, this guy, he's, he's not kidding around. This isn't a troll. This isn't trying to make fun or, or, or make these guys feel bad. This guy is giving you another perspective here that here's a guy who, who would love to get out. You know, he's like, God, you guys are, you have your freedom. You can go where you want. You can do what you want here. Fucking take her. You, you want a wife so bad. I'll give you mine. And that and, was my point. Yeah, and 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 you, there was a there was a comedian back in the day, Vince. You might uh, I, I can't remember the guy's name. This would have been he'd have probably been back around in like the forties, the fifties. But one of his lines was he'd always say, you know, have you seen my wife? Take her. You know, hmm. that was one of his little routines. He would always do is he would always talk about you know take my wife, you know, and everyone would chuckle and whatnot, but. Hmm. You know, with comedy, there's always a grain of truth in it. Yeah. You know, that, oh, okay, we have a guy that, yeah, he's making fun, but at the same time, it's like, huh. That wasn't George Burns, was it? No, it wasn't George Burns. This was oh, a heavy okay. set guy. This wasn't okay. this wasn't a skinny guy. Right. But I can't, I think, God, it might have been like Mel Torme or something like that that was Maybe. saying that shit. But that that's one of the things... Yeah, yeah, and Dangerfield always had good ones, but it wasn't Dangerfield. It was somebody mm-hmm. else. Because this guy, he's he's been dead for a while. But I remember that, and and it's it's kind of the same thing. And that's the part that I, I think the guys that are black pilled to kind of riff on what Jack was saying. Because I think you got a point, Jack. Mm-hmm. You know that I, I can see where you're coming from. It's that existential despair. That guys are guys are pissed off. They're black pilled because they know what's out there. And so when a guy gets his, they're like, "At a boy, you know he he got what you know he got his the the injustice. You know the scales have been balanced out even just a little bit. Mm-hmm. But it's that existential despair because they're still holding on to that that fantasy. I guess that well, you know, I I need my one. And, and I, like I said, when I'm looking <laughs> at it, I'm looking at guys my age. I'm looking at guys older than me, like my father. I'm looking at a lot of the guys that were his friends before they all kicked the bucket type of thing. And a lot of them, their wives either divorced them or they died. 
Okay. And that's a reality that we all have to face at some point that even if you're with your woman for 50 years and it was wedded bliss for all 50 of them, somebody gets to die first mm -hmm. and maybe it's you, maybe it's them. <clears throat> You know, the way it, you know, the natural order is that the, the women tend to live longer and it's the guys that die first, but mm. that didn't happen in my mom and dad's case. My dad is still around and his misery is more tied into the relationship he's in than his freedom of, well, fuck, you're a widower. You can, you can go do whatever the hell you want, you know, and I've kind of tried to explain that to him but he's so used to having someone there on some level not that she takes care of him because that was something I asked him the other day I was like how many times has your girlfriend been over to your house and the reason I asked that question is because when I went over I noticed that while my dad has gotten rid of a lot of my mom's stuff as far as personal effects and whatnot he still hasn't gotten rid of it all and there are some rooms that I walked into. <clears throat> you didn't know she was dead. You'd think uh, you're, you're expecting her to walk around the corner because that room is untouched. And it's been a year and a half. Hmm. Okay. And he still hasn't gotten around to cleaning that room out. Okay. And whatever. That's, you know what? I, I That's his thing. I'm not going to, you know, judge it or whatever. It's just, wow. If I didn't know any better, I'm expecting mom to come walking around the corner because this room is untouched. Mm -hmm. Other than vacuumed and dusted and that kind of thing. But all of the stuff is still there. And this is a year and a half later. And, and I, and that's what got me thinking. It's like, I wonder what his girlfriend, how she feels about coming over to his house. And it's still like his dead wife is still pretty much there. Mm -hmm. Well, he answered that question for me. Cause I was like, how many times has she been over? Well, first I asked, how long have you guys now been dating? Well, it'll be a year in like another month. So they've been like 11 months now. I'm like, wow, time flies. Okay. And I was like, how many times has she been over to your house, dad, since you've met her and you guys have been doing your thing? And he, he knew it right off the bat. He didn't even hesitate. He was like, she's been over to my house four times hmm. in a year. Hmm. So when they get together, he goes <laughs> to her house. You know, he, he goes to get her or he goes and meets up with her. She doesn't come over yet, you know, but four times where I'm looking at it thinking, wow, you and I are very different in that area because my home, granted, I don't have a, a dead wife that I'm still kind of carrying the torch for or whatever, but I'm lazy, man. I'm like, you girls want to come and see me. You're coming to me, man. I'm not, I, I, fuck it. I'm not driving six blocks away. Fuck that shit. You can come here. And so they come to me. You know, I there's been times with women, you know, some of the plates I've had in the past, I'd never even been to their house, you know, was around them for like six months. And it's like, have you ever been to their house? Nope. They always came to me. I'd be like, come on over, you know, and they'd show up. And that's the way I liked it. It's like, I don't have to drive. I can hang out here. And if they come over, great. If they don't, either way, I win because I'm where I want to be. I'm doing what I want to do where I want to do it. Otherwise, I got to go fuck around in traffic and whatnot. And that's just a headache. But the point is, we have this existential dread, I think, that it's like in the, the back brain or whatever, because even I feel it occasionally. But 
the reality is I'm seeing a lot of guys that are single, whether you want to call them incel because of attitude or because of ugly or whatever it may be, lack of game, all, all the check boxes, whatever, or it's older guys that, Hey, they got burned in divorce or, Hey, you know what? They had a great marriage and their wife died mm-hmm. and they decided for whatever reason, they didn't want to get remarried again. They decided, you know what? Maybe they were planning on doing that down the road and then life happened. They, oh, I, I had to finish raising my kids by myself because my wife died in a car accident. Or they realized, hey, you know what? It's kind of nice, you know, that I, I still have periods of time where, God, it'd be nice to have a woman in my bed and wake up next to her on occasion. But then when I do have them, a lot of times I'm like, you need to go home. You know, it's, you need to get the hell out of here because I want to sprawl in my bed. I, I, I don't want you taking up that side of the bed anymore. Oh, and they so tend to do that. they do. And, and it's okay. It is what it is. But yeah, you know, it's my favorite, your favorite saying, Vince. There it is. No, Rob, it isn't what it is. <laughs> <laughs> right. You know, but no, uh, I know what you mean. It's like, you yeah. just want to like, that's just the way it is. That's right, bitch. You want to you- never be the same. Oh God, it's we're being ASMR <laughs> sung to. You just like kind of starfish spread out. You're like, ah, right. you know, the, the whole bed. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, and you know, and, and 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 Jack and I were talking a little bit about it before the show. Mm. And you know, and that's one thing I can say that, you know, when when my ex-girlfriend decided to leave, oh yeah, it devastated me, man. I I I, I did not see it coming because I didn't want to see it coming ultimately. <laughs> And I had backslid and got comfy and all that shit. Mm-hmm. And the the first few months were fucking real rough. Not having her there, not waking up with her because I enjoyed waking up with you her. You got used to it. Going to bed. Yeah. And you get used to it. There you go. Thank you. And but as time went on, it got easier. Hmm. You know, I mean, even now there's still times that I don't really miss her, but I miss like I said, every now and then, miss having a woman to wake up in bed with or to go to bed with. It's you like need someone that. to make your fucking coffee in the morning. Right, you know. And so there are days that, you know, it's like, ah, it was kind of rough getting to sleep or, you know, wake up in the morning and it's like, ah, bummer. But then you get over it, you get on with it, you get on with life. And then it was like, for me, it's like, why did I miss her again? Because I look at it and I think, okay, if she was still here, what things would I not be doing? Because, you know, I don't care how big your frame is or whatever. If you're going to live with somebody, you are going to, on some level, you're going to have some compromises. You're, you know, you can't otherwise why live together? If you're going to literally have totally separate lives entirely, why bother living together? Why, why fucking even do it? Unless you're just wanting to, Hey, you know, she's there to basically be a roommate and help pay the bills. All right. I mean, if that's your thing, but otherwise, why bother? And so, you you know, I would think if you like them enough that you're going to move them in with you, you're going to kind of want to be around them on occasion. Maybe not all the time. You're not joined at the hip like a Siamese twin, but you still want to do stuff with them. Well, that takes time and we only have 24 hours in a day. Well, that means you're going to be sacrificing something somewhere else. And I know for me, it's like, well, I wouldn't be doing the stuff I'm doing like this as often because mm-hmm. I'd be doing stuff with her. And it's like, okay, so, you know, it's like, hey, I'm, you know, it worked out because I'm enjoying myself immensely doing this kind of stuff. And there you have it. 
That's why I think uh, guys like Better Bachelor and things like that have become so popular. Not because of the Blackpool and, oh, I can't get laid, the society's broken, I don't have the jawline like Jack Napier, he looks so good. I think it's because guys are finding out that, hey, I either have to settle for a rant through uh, ex-porn star <laughs> or I can get laid every so often and do whatever the hell I want. That was my point. And that's what I kind of missed. That it's not the doom and gloom, but that it's, oh, there are guys out there who actually notice what I notice and found a solution to all of this. Like, yeah, guys, it really isn't worth it marrying them or living together with them because there's so much more out there when you don't do it. Well, of course, there are the guys who are like, oh, I can't get laid. Loser, loser, go away. I'm not here to help you. Or lose weight. That I can help you with if you want to do the work. But you probably won't because you're well, a beta loser. And but it's funny you say that because most of the incel type of guys that I've ever encountered that are, I guess, kind of legit incel, they're not usually even overweight. It's their oh, fucking attitude. Really? It's their, yeah, it's it's. I've seen guys that it's like, okay, yeah, granted, they're not buff. But they're not, they're not like morbidly obese. They're not even usually even what we would classify as just generally overweight. It's like, yeah, you're you're you have no definition, but you're not you're not bad looking. It's like put on some clothes that fit, get a haircut instead of the bowl cut that you got. And the biggest one is lose that fucking attitude because they're bitter. Yeah. And, and that's that's the chick repellent right there. It's like you're not a bad looking dude. You think you are, but it's your bitter attitude that has got you where you're at. That if you lost the attitude, you know, spent 20 bucks on a haircut and, you know, put on some clothes that fit that were somewhat kind of stylish, you would probably get laid, but it's your attitude that's getting in the way. Yeah. That's what I've encountered. Oh, yeah. And those guys, I do not agree with. I really do not. But that's just something I missed in Rule Zero yesterday, that that is a factor that can be pointed out as well for the guys who do have the experience and are just finding out, like, oh, guys, we really are dealing with, like, this. Like, triple, almost, like, above their own age notch caps. And we don't want to sell for that. I know men and women are better together than they are apart, but still, you want to live together with that? Mm, sorry, No. I'd rather hang out in the internet with guys who I'm probably never going to meet in real life and occasionally spend time with a woman. But other than that, no, I've got other things to do, which I now have the time for because, well, society is not going to change. It isn't. Not, not by not a drastic, long shot. Not, not drastically, no. Never. I mean, we've had the COVID thing. Man, I still had dates. Like, they really don't care. It's going to keep going. We're not going back to the 50s or whatever. Uh -huh. And as Vince said, in the 50s, these, this even happened. Oh, yeah. It was going on. It was just, it wasn't out in the open. And it, you know, like he said, it's a lot of it is technology. You know, we're, we're, we're so interconnected now that we're in each other's personal business, whether we like it or not. Mm -hmm. Where back in the 50s, yeah, you didn't have cell phones with GPS and, 
foodie shots and girls, you know, putting or in Vince's case, grinder. I'm he sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. Did you actually? Did you say something? He isn't even paying attention. To <laughs> Not really. I have, you said I have you were no busy idea. with Grinder. No, that you're confusing me with Aaron. I, I can understand that we both have gray hair. Oh yeah, yeah. I, yeah. Can, I thought you had uh, a shared yeah, account. Let's hang out. Wait, wait, hang on. What day is it? Saturday? No, no. I have Sunday. So yeah, Sunday. Yeah, Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> oh you switch account per day we do we do we share oh, the account we you share the because you know aaron is a, a fucking he hates yeah, to spend money on aaron anything. looks like the bbc kind of guy you look more like the timid asian uh <laughs> <laughs> timid asian. <laughs> aaron's, aaron's just more cheap he's like hey vince you want to you want to split this with me I'm like ah whatever okay yeah, I need a bus yeah. drive home. <laughs> exactly. I need a I wanna, bus ticket. I want to address uh, Infamous Rifle in the chat. Because he Ooh. says, I'm one of those guys that wants a family, but I don't want to deal with a woman woman with an absurd notch. <clears throat> okay, so I want to address that. Uh, mm. Ooh, because I don't, wanna, I don't want you to feel like, you know, give up hope, I guess, you know, or just throw in the towel. That's no. Mm. Do those women exist? That they do have a lower notch count. Yeah, they do. I've met women that hey, they I've got more under my belt than they do. They're not of legal age, but no, no, that's that's <laughs> not true. That is not true, Jack. That is not true. These some of these women are <laughs> in their thirties. Some of them are even closer to my own age. That I could tell. By, yeah, exactly. Are they in shape, Rob? Actually, they are. Okay. Okay. One of my ex plates is actually in really good shape. And I just assumed on the side of, you know, error and safety that, oh, she's probably been run through because we hit the sack real fast. So I just figured, eh, you know, she's probably got a high notch count. But based on her behavior, based on certain things that she did, and then also what she said, it all added up that I'm like, okay. Has she had sex? Of course. But has she had a fuck ton of sex with a fuck ton of dudes? No. She really hadn't. And it's like, oh, wow. Huh. You're, you're not the 21-year-old that's a porn star on Pornhub and has had 45 guys. You know? And so, do they exist? Yeah. Can you find them? Yeah, you can. And it's one of those that my my thoughts on it is, if that's what you want, man, that's good. Good for you. Uh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't uh, like stay up late at night worrying about it, I guess. Be prepared that you may be in for a long haul, but you can find that. That Are you going to find the vestigial virgin type of thing, which I'm not saying that's what you want. You know, I, I, I'm not saying that's what you want, but some guys, you know, they want the virgin wife thing. Are you going to find that? That I think you're, you know, unless you're going to go again, like Jack <laughs> said, you're going underage kind of thing. It's like, yeah, I think that's probably not going to happen. Okay. Infamous Rifle, hit me up on Patreon. And you might think that's a shill, but I've been dealing with the same thing. He literally asked the same thing that I want. 
And the reason I don't do DMs anymore, because people tend to not value my advice in just sure. DMs. So if you want my take on this, go to Patreon. Just do do the five bucks a month thing. I mean, if you can't miss that, you have bigger problems. But seriously, I'm dealing with the same thing. And if are you, you want to go... Are you finance shaming people, Jack? Yeah, I'm finance shaming people. You I'm should. You should. Please yeah, do. You... Please do. Oh, you finally found that out? You finally found that out that people tend not to take free advice. Oh no, I've no, I've known that all my life. Yeah, I mean, nobody, people nobody listens to the fuck you're saying unless you put a dollar amount to it. Because then it's like, oh well, I I have to do the work, otherwise I'm not going to get yeah. my value for no, my but, five dollars. No, but Infamous Rifle, I'm dealing with the same thing, and I'm building a small little community on Patreon with guys who tend to have the same thing going on. So if you want guys with the same fucking struggles, get on there. Like Watson and I, by God, man, it's brilliant that I have Watson in real life to talk about this. Like, if we seriously after a Tinder date, we tend to to hit each other up. Like, okay, how was it? Like, same as always. I'm like, yeah, same as always, man. You you show up. Like sometimes you don't even talk anymore that much. It's just I, I know why I'm here. I know why you are here. Just do it, and then you leave. It's like, by God, man, like, ugh. But yeah, finding one that sticks around, it's hard. And mm, Ryan put that forward pretty well. Uh, a woman isn't necessarily judged by her notch count, but more by her behavior. And those two tend to correlate. Yeah. It's not necessarily causation. It's right. correlation. Because I've, I've had girls with high notch count, like top of the litter. Behavior. Perfect. Same here. Perfect behavior. I've had girls who's, I was her first biggest bitch in the world. Ask me how I know. How do you know, Jack? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Parents were together. Low notch count. Uh, seriously, by God, man. Like, if, if she is still under the wing of her mother, run. Yeah. Run yeah. like hell. Yeah, there's a problem there. If mom hasn't cut the apron strings or she hasn't cut the apron strings from mom, that's a problem. Oh, yeah, it is. It yeah, there is. comes a point you got to fly the nest. Yeah. Uh, but I've done enough shilling. People, go ahead and shill. We're going to wrap this one up. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. Shill your products. Mask.net. Uh, <laughs> 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 Yeah, masculinegeek.com. We have a newsletter. Sign up for that. It drops every Monday morning. We don't spam you. It's it's interesting and novel content from both TJ, Rob, and myself. Um, what else? We have a SoundCloud if you want to do the MP3 thing. Obviously, the YouTube, Masculine Geek. Uh, I'm not sure what else there is. I think that's it. I'll look up for the Masculine Geek book this summer. And uh, yeah, that's it. So yeah. you have a narrator for that? That will be you. Nice. Look at yeah. that. Look at yeah. that. I knew okay. where that was going, Jack. So I forgot. I just. Oh, go, no, I think I'd help you out and yeah, and and alleviate your anxiety. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> I want to be special. Thank so you. Notice me. Thank you, Nick. As Nick says, it's a good newsletter. It's it's very random. Maybe it's some. Maybe it's a song we heard and we want to talk about it or share it with you. Maybe it's something like what? something personal that we want to add as well. So well, maybe it's me ranting and drinking. 
Yes, the last happen. one was good. It was Rob. Rob was ranting. Uh, nice. So yeah. If Nick says it's good, it has to be good. I have a weekly newsletter as well. Due to certain circumstances, there will not be one this week. There's going to be one next week, of course. I've signed up for that a long time ago, like basically when you first started. Yeah, I remember that. You were one of my first. Like I've been, I've been writing emails the last couple of weeks. Hmm. What do you think of those? Oh, they're good. Ego, stroke my ego. It's not big enough. It's not sure. big enough yet. That's what she, that's what she said. <laughs> I mean, uh, look at that jawline. Look at it. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a very sexy jawline, Jack. I you know. Be very I, proud of this shit. <laughs> best jawline in the manosphere. Come at me, Rich Cooper. Come at yeah. me. What are you yeah. hiding behind that beard? Oh, you don't want you don't want to see what's behind the beard. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, thank you very much for being here. Like, comment, and subscribe. Share the damn fucking video, and we will see you next week. Meh.